0: If you're an education entrepreneur, then you're basically Jeff Bezos. In today's episode, I'll explain what I mean. My name is Gerard Dawson, and this is the Gerard Dawson podcast, where you can get short daily tips on the intersection of business, technology, and my favorite subject, education. Quick story for you. I used to work for a company that sold credit recovery courses. In other words, students fail a class. Schools say you can take summer school or you can buy an online course. And while there's different specific policies, the school lets them pass if they get a good grade in the online course. But I soon realized that this was not the right gig for me. I was getting the feeling that the sales team, that aspect of the company drove the whole thing. And the folks like me who were grading the assignments and working the phone for customer support didn't always know too much about what schools and parents were actually promised And the schools didn't always know too much about what the students' courses looked like. But it still seemed like they would get credit. And the parents and the kids only knew that they could basically pay the money, do the work, and apparently move up to the next grade. The operation seemed to be run by uh, folks who didn't have experience in education, but maybe had business success in other industries, uh, and they weren't really involved with the day-to-day operations. Don't get me wrong, everyone who I interacted with was a good person, wanted to help students, and the job paid well, sometimes allowed for remote work, but it just didn't feel right to me. So I eventually ended up quitting and have Worked hard to replace that extra income by doing copywriting and marketing work for education companies who I believe in more of what they're offering. But when it comes to companies that I come across and end up not feeling good about in the education market, fortunately, this is not something I see too often. When people succeed in one industry and then they move to education, they do often bring their, their fresh new perspective, they bring great technical know-how, and they usually bring a genuine desire to actually make things better for students, teachers, parents, school leaders, whoever they're serving. However, even when people do enter the education market with good intentions, there's still a problem. And if you're a consultant or an education entrepreneur, then it might be a problem that you've experienced yourself. So what happens when you're on a phone call or you're at a conference or when a teacher or a school administrator asks you a question about some aspect of education that you're just not familiar with? How do you answer those types of questions if you don't have experience in education? How do you keep your credibility in those situations? If you think about your your marketing materials, what if your, your one pager that you hand out or your website or the notes you have for your phone call don't cover all the objections this person has? They have a very specific student population, a very specific child certain demographic differences or special needs that they're trying to ask you about and from a business perspective we know that teachers and parents can often be a bit hesitant and skeptical about whenever someone is trying to potentially run a business and uh, charge them for something so what if someone asks when are you going to start charging me or which company exactly do you work for or Are you gonna start bombing my email inbox? By the way, those are all things I've heard teachers or administrators say to education entrepreneurs at at live events. Going back to my opening line, it's kinda like teachers think that you are Jeff Bezos if you run an education company, that you're out to become a titan of industry at any cost. Not everybody in the education world, in schools, realizes the frustration, the slow pace of innovation and sales, and really the goodwill that it takes to devote time and energy to building a business in the education market. The conversations that you have with folks who are skeptical of you, they might be uncomfortable, but they're also extremely valuable. And they teach you about the mindset that some folks rightfully so often have about being offered products and services and those conversations will also teach you the common objections and the specific needs of your market that's why when companies or consultants work with me one of the most useful questions i can answer for them is does this sound right or Is this actually something a teacher or principal wants to hear? And more often than not, I have a clear answer for them. If it's a no, I can tell them exactly how to change it uh, to make sure folks like you can put your best foot forward in making an impact on learning. Even if you're not working with me, I want to... Offer you my free email course for education entrepreneurs and consultants. You can get that by going to GerardDawson.org, clicking on EdTech Marketing, and dropping your email in there. If you write, if you write me an email, when once you get mine, I'll I'll would love to to write back to you and and uh, hear your story. So that's why you have to remember that. Sometimes, if you're in the business of education, then to teachers and parents, you're basically Jeff Bezos. Until next time, this is Gerard Dawson. Thanks for listening to the Gerard Dawson Podcast.